the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by City Mission from Washington, Pennsylvania. Hello and welcome to Visburg. I'm your host, John Hall. It is great to be with you on this day. We're happy to welcome back to the show Dean Gartland. Dean is the president and the CEO of City Mission. And Dean, friend, it's always good to have you with us because you always bring a measure of optimism to the radio. It's much needed, but you have it in abundance at City Mission. Well, thank you, John. It's good to be here again, and uh, I'm glad that you see it that way. That's uh, uh, the abundance of optimism. But I think the uh, in the work that we're doing here at City Mission, it's it, it's hard not to be optimistic because when you see um, what's happening in the lives of the men, women, uh, the veterans that we serve here, and how God is changing people's lives and giving them hope, um, I I really do feel optimistic about uh, about what's happening. That's good. I mean, Dean, it, it can't be easy, right? Because uh, for every success story that you have, there has to be stories as well of you know people struggling to try to get sober in one way or another, to to try to come to terms with their life. And you know, there are successes, but there are also failures. So I'm sure that you carry that with you and try to uh, communicate that to a wider audience of what it is to be sober in this dark and desperate world. But, you know, um, I, I know always with City Mission, and especially, you know, as we're coming out of this period of, of COVID, these last 12 to 14 months, you yourself and City Mission have met with really unique challenges because, you know, you're such a, a central part of the Washington PA community. And like everybody else, you've had to shut down and make adjustments. And so you've had the, you know, that core group of people, whether it's your staff that has been with you or those residents who are fortunate to get in before things shut down. I mean, here you are right now, as difficult as things have been for you. And, um, you know, a lot can be said about that. The good news is you're coming out. But uh, congratulations of getting through this really difficult period. Well, yeah, this is um, that's one of the things about COVID. It, it's no obviously respecter of persons. So, um, and homelessness doesn't uh, stop. Uh, it, it just doesn't stop because COVID, because there's a pandemic, and so uh, we've had uh, consistently had you know people calling, wanting a place to stay, looking for a place to stay, and we have always, all the way through COVID, even though we had to slow things down. Um, drastically in order to make sure we to protect those uh, men and women uh, that are on our campus as well as, you know, protecting our staff. So we, we had to st- slow things down uh, dramatically, but then, but we always continue to, to provide services and uh, people that were in the program at the time as they're making their way through and graduating and completing the program and getting jobs and apartments and moving out into the community. I mean, this is, uh, none of that has stopped. And so the job training, the, uh, the chapel services, the spiritual work that we do, our medical clinic, uh, everything continued 
we did we had to uh make some adjustments to all that and how how quickly we were doing things or uh, how fast things were getting done um so we had to slow things down our volunteers we had to to slow down uh to build most basically a, a drip i guess if you want to put it that way uh just very few volunteers if any uh, were coming on our campus and uh, because again we wanted to keep our volunteers safe because they're very important to us uh, our staff and as well as our residents to keep everybody safe and so we did just uh, everything that we could possibly do to make sure that everybody was you know that our program continued to operate but everybody stayed safe in the midst of that operation so that we didn't you know nobody was getting uh, a lack of service everyone was getting the full amount of service that the city mission provides it's just that we had to slow down the number of people coming in at any given time so we did slow it down. We had, you know, to so many per week. Um, and so as those people were leaving, uh, as, as, as people were getting jobs and moving out to the community, we were filling those beds with other people coming in. Um, but we did slow it down quite a bit uh, just to make our way through here. And uh, fortunately, um, I'm really pleased to be able to say that we were able to keep the uh, COVID infections on our campus to a minimal uh, just a few staff had contracted the uh, infection, uh, a few of our residents as well, but we quarantined them. We even worked out a, uh, a situation with a local hotel so that new people coming in would be quarantined before we let them on our campus. And uh, we were able to work out, uh, now that there's vaccines available, we were able to get about 90% of our residents vaccinated. Uh, only a few staff remain that haven't been vaccinated. So everybody here has been vaccinated. And we are just, and I am just pleased to see that how well our staff uh, stepped up to the plate, never missed a day of work, came in every, you know, in the midst of all this, the risk that they take just to be here to make sure our our residents are being served and cared for uh, was really a remarkable I mean, it is remarkable when you think about, you know, what's swept across the country and how, how you're able to dodge that. So a, a lot of that, I'm sure, is, <clears throat> excuse me, your, your protocol and your planning, Dean, to make sure that uh, staff and residents were safe. Hey, uh, Dean, what, what I really, really admire about City Mission is, you know, you, you think about this past year, the government has been printing money and then, you know, giving it away as quickly as possible. And, you know, I mean, billions and billions of dollars. Now, because uh, City Mission has Jesus clearly at the heart of what they do in their ministry, helping men and women and women recover from a lifetime of addiction. Uh, you choose not to accept government money. I mean, it would be easy to nod your head and hold out your hand and cash a big check. But because you've got Jesus with you, the government doesn't want to hear that kind of conversation. They've got strictures in place. There's, you know, laws that are against that of, of helping faith-based organizations. So you're existing solely on people who are working alongside the ministry and the mission of, of City Mission. Can you talk about that and, you know, um, how you need that money coming in from those people who are committed to your ministry and the fundraising means as well to ensure that that money continues to flow so men and women can find their way through recovery in Jesus? Uh, yeah, sure, John. This is, you know, again, one of the unique things about the city mission. And I know sometimes, you know, people, uh, you know, many times they think, well, you have a medical clinic there, you're billing for services, you've got insurance, uh, 
you know, the government is, you know, helping you to, you know, provide money so that you can house people and feed them. But that's that's not the case. Our medical services are free. Our, our, our housing and, and our meals are free. Uh, so it's not so we're not there's not that burden uh, that our you know people walking into the mission have to carry with them. Uh, these services are being provided to you to them uh, free of charge. But the but it's only because people care and love uh, the people walking through these doors who ask for help. And so our donors are critically important to us. Uh, both individuals, our businesses that support the mission, churches who support the mission. Uh, it's an incredible array, uh, an army of just uh, donors who just wrap their arms around the mission and say, listen, we believe in what you're doing. Uh, we believe that people deserve an opportunity uh, to to change their life, to go from being a, you know, a, a person homeless, addicted, to a person with employment who's got a job, got their own place, providing for themselves. And that's always been our goal here at the mission is independence. And, and uh, we don't want anybody being dependent on the mission. Uh, we certainly and we don't want people dependent on the government. We want them to be self-dependent and, and dependent on God, if anything. If they're going to be dependent on anything, be dependent on Him and be able to go out into this community with a full, full-time job, a night, a, an apartment, an income that can sustain them in the community. That's our goal. And that's what we see happening in the lives of the men and women that come here. Uh, this is uh, people that come here because they think, well, I'm just looking for uh, some food and shelter. Uh, when they get here, they realize it is so much more than that. It's a, it's a job training program. It's a spiritual development program. It's a life skills program. So people come here, they have an opportunity to really change their lives and that we get to witness that and our donors share in that that uh you know that benefit that's part that's the return on their investment is a changed life uh productive life back in society living independently fabulous you're in dean gartland here on bisberg if you want to check out city mission and be part of this ministry online citymission.org citymission.org or by calling directly city mission 724-222-8530 that's 724-222-8530 let's uh talk to one of your residents dean Uh, i always love it when you bring a, a guest on and the guest is always happy to share their their story their experience and their strength and their hope and today uh, you brought a, a resident on. Uh, resident on. His name is Mo. Mo, I want to welcome you to the show. How are you? Hey, not bad. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure, Mo. Thank you. You know, for the courage to step out and to share with our audience uh, about your story. I know it's you know not an easy thing to entrust yourself into people's lives and to say this is who I am, warts and all. But uh, you know, it's an act of courage. So I appreciate that. If you don't mind, why don't you go back uh, to the beginning and, and tell us your story about what you used to be like uh, in your young life, and then what happened and where you are now. Uh, yeah, well, I was, you know, I, I was brought up in a pretty decent home uh, until, you know, my mom and dad got divorced, and uh, I was till about 10, 10, 11. And uh, it's more or less, you know, growing up the youngest, and my parents owned a bar, things like that, so I was around drugs and alcohol a lot. Uh, my mom worked all the time, so I had a lot of free time as a kid. And, uh, I experimented with a lot of drugs and alcohol and, you know, not going to school and 
going to school, uh, not doing right. You know, then sometimes I get on track, uh, barely graduated. However, uh, you know, I end up getting myself together and found out I was pretty good at um, retail. <laughs> so uh, I became a retail manager, Foot Locker, things like that. Yeah. And um, did pretty well. And then I got hooked on drugs and wasn't showing up to work and, you know, and back and forth and not not, not doing well. Just started living an undesirable life. Yeah. And uh, then that became my job, <laughs> partying and things of that sort. Yeah, and, to manage uh, that. I mean, it's easy to fall into a lifestyle like that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's very, very hard to get out. And yeah. uh, I want to thank the mission, you know. Uh, I had um, a talk with my mom, and uh, I was here, uh, they say, 10, 10, 12 years ago. And uh met a guy. And I, I praised him pretty much that, you know, he helped me, you know, and, and uh, I was brought up in a spiritual home, but didn't pay attention, didn't really know too much about Jesus, believe it or not. And uh, I met one of the one of the staff members here and uh, he introduced me to Jesus, <laughs> believe it or not. And I, I started learning how to read the Bible and get, get spiritual and uh, learn how to pray. And, uh, you know, I had... I was praying, but they were they weren't truly prayers. They were sort of phony, you know, just you know, <laughs> to get me out of stuff. So, right. I've been and there. you know, and uh, it's 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 a long story, you know. And went to jail, did one of those things, and didn't know how to get out of it. And uh, I came into went to one place. And it was a uh, it was a short term thing, and they pretty much let let you go and said, you know, find find a spot. And then that's like I was saying, I was talking to my mother, and she mentioned um the uh, the city mission, and it sparked her her uh, remembrance of it because there was that that fire that happened here, yeah. and she and that that's what sparked her memory. And I said, oh yeah, yeah, I heard about that, and it's it's sort of um. You know, it didn't set good with me, you know, and then she said, well, isn't that the place that helped you out before? And you, you used to stay clean and sober and, you know, and you got your, you know, myself together. And I said, yeah. And, and um, uh, she was, and she wanted me to remember the guy's name and I, I, I I'll never forget his name. His name is Doug Bush. And uh, she said, give him a call. Give him a call. And uh, I did. And I met a friend that uh, knew him. And I got the number from him, and then I gave him a call, and then he, you know, he remembered me, and I didn't think he would remember me, but he remembered yeah. me, and uh, he said, uh, "Well, let me tell you about the program. You know, he introduced me. You know, it's Christian base. You know, there's a work therapy, uh, and there's a lot of other things that go along with it. You know, there was a, you know, I wanted to get a CDL, and he said, you know, we could help you do that, and uh, you know, they." Uh, the computer services, uh, just a, a lot of things. But now I'm, I'm here now. You know, I'm here now, and uh, I'm, I'm learning a lot about myself and and my um, my addiction, things that I didn't how, know. How, Mo, how long have you been at City Mission? 
I've been here going on, um, let me see, I've been counting the days. So it's, I've been here about 135 days. <laughs> I've been counting the days. And, and you've been sober. Is that about 135 days sober? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, see, six weeks will be my six months, actually. Very good. You know, I mean, that feels so, good, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Uh, uh, I got I got my self-esteem back. <laughs> you know, I'm smiling. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm shaking hands, looking yes. people in the eyes, <laughs> and, and and I'm and I'm sharing. I'm sharing the yeah. things that uh, you know. It, it's hard not to share. It's hard right. not to share. Uh, I got into the habit of when I go into chapel, I go straight to the pew. Then I get up and I hit my knees. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not worried yeah. about what people are saying. Uh, I'm learning how to pray on a regular basis, and it, it makes me feel good inside. You know, I'm being honest. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm facing my fears, you know, uh, uh, introducing me to, um, 12 step program mm -hmm. and that, that works, yeah. so, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm learning, I'm getting educated and, um, I have, I have more value to myself. I feel, yeah. I feel great. I feel great. Excellent. Congratulations. And, I mean, there's a lot to be said for that, right? When you look in the mirror and you, instead of, you know, cursing yourself and going, you, you again, you see someone, you go, mm -hmm. I love you. Okay. You know, we can, we can make this work. I mean, there's a lot to be said for that. I mean, you know, you look at the world and you think, I want to be part of that. You know, I mean, the world is good. So you found a community, you found a place, you found hope, you found Jesus. I mean, I would say from hearing what you have to say, the future looks good. Yes. Yes. And, uh, it's, 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 it's amazing. It's amazing. It, and, uh, they care. They care. You know, yeah, they, do they, care. they truly care. And, and I know that, and I'm not just saying that, you know. And it's it's, it's a good feeling to, to for someone to come up and say, "Hey, you know, how are you feeling? How are you feeling today? You know, you, you're looking good. You look a lot better than what you looked when you came in, you know." And that <laughs> yeah. means a lot. That means a I lot. And it's it's um it's structured. It's structured. There's no time wasted. You know, I got, I've been going to meetings every day, and uh, I look forward to waking up. And, you know, it's great. You know, the people are kind. Uh, you know, you, you, can't, you can't manipulate prayer. I learned that here. You know, you have to be truly honest. And the, the people here know. They know exactly what you need. And they, and they um, put you in, in the right direction. They really, truly do. I mean, when I hear you talk about it, I mean, it is true. You hear a lot of different, you know, sayings and whatnot. But, Mo, it sounds like you got a new life. A new life in Christ. I mean, that's the bedrock of yeah. it all. You know, the faith and the community and the, the people that are around you. You're going to reinvent yourself as a new person, and uh, the future looks bright for you. So congratulations on that. Hey, thank you very much. Yeah, my pleasure, really. I'm praying for you, Mo. That's good stuff. So I, I, mean, I appreciate you know, that. Thanks, Mo. I mean, there you have it. I mean, in a nutshell, that's what City Mission does, right? I mean, people walk in one way, and... If anyone uh, listening right now has been struggling with alcohol or drugs or anything, you know, the, the maladies of what it is to be a, a human being in this dark and dangerous world. I mean, City Mission, since the 1940s, has been a beacon of hope for thousands and thousands and thousands of men and women. And clearly, right in the middle of it all is the truth and the grace and the forgiveness of Jesus Christ in all of our lives. So kudos to City Mission for the excellent work and that they continue. 
do. And if you hear I'm this, you, you hear thing. Mo's story. The, yeah, Mo. They believe in completion. They want you to complete things. They don't mm-hmm. want you just leaving in a halfway point. They want you to complete yeah. things. They want they're, they they're truly about completion, and that's what that's I feel. That's good. So if you hear Mo and you hear the message. I would encourage you to look at City Mission online, citymission.org, citymission.org, or directly call City Mission, 724-222-8530 with the excellent work that they've done. So, uh, Mo, thanks an awful lot for that, for that story of uh, experience and strength and hope, and I appreciate that. Let's go back and uh, talk to Dean, Dean Gartland. Dean is the president and the CEO of City Mission. And, Dean, again, I mean, there's a story of Mo a resident of the mission and uh, utilizing the uh, the tools that you have necessary available for the residents. And uh, for all intents and purposes, it looks like Mo's on a new track and turning his life around, isn't he? Uh, yeah, Mo is a, a gentleman who is taking advantage of the resources that are available to him here at the mission. And uh, he's taking advantage of those uh, people around him. He's taking suggestions. He's listening uh, to what is, is being taught and being instructed and, and so when people do that, when they come and, and they are able to, you know, uh, swallow their pride, come in and say, you know what, uh, and one of the things I've said to, to, to many of the residents who walk through our door is, listen, you're, just remember this, your best thinking got you here. So now it's time for you to start taking some suggestions and listening to other people. And when they're able to do that um, and realize that, hey, you know what, you know, I've tried it my way. And maybe now I've give, I give it, you know, give God a chance uh, to do something in my life that I've never let Him do before, and Absolutely. so and the miracle happens. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that's good. Hey, uh, Dean, take a second and talk about, um, you know, uh, you, you hear a Mo's story. Uh, now, City Mission does a lot of different things. You know, uh, I know that you've got programs for women as well and for women with children. It's unusual that you offer all these different uh, options for for people who are in trouble. Well, yeah, this is a um, uh, something that we've been, you know, just obviously on our hearts because you know, for a, a woman to be homeless and to be in, in, in a, some very vulnerable situations that they find themselves in, you know, the city mission it really is a safe place, a safe haven, a uh, uh, for them to be able to come here and. Uh, to feel safe and to feel secure, because unless a person, and particularly for the women, and if they don't feel secure or safe in a facility, uh, you're not going to make much progress in helping them to on their journey and their in their walk with Christ, or even in their in their in the classes and things that they they are uh, attend every day. So it's really important that our um, our community here feels safe, and so we. I've gone to you know great lengths to make sure that our campus is a safe place uh, for men and women to be able to live, to to have community here, uh, to support one another and to help each other. And so uh, seeing that happen, and that's why you know folks like Mo or folks like Rebecca or folks like Sally or other people that we've had on our shows in the, in the past uh, that makes it you know, uh, worthwhile and for them to be able to be safe and to be able to take advantage of the resources uh, that the city mission offers. And so uh, the miracle does happen. And sometimes it happens in ways that maybe we don't expect, but the miracle will happen uh, when people surrender uh, to Christ here, and whether that's at the city mission or wherever they're at, uh, if they're able to surrender to Christ, the miracle will happen. 
Amen to that. City Mission Online at citymission.org or by calling directly 724-222-8530. Hey, Dean, uh, of course, always um, uh, money flow is critical to the operation of the excellent work that you do at City Mission. You've got a couple of things, and and now the good news is with COVID lifting and those restrictions, people are going to gather once again. You've got uh, a golf outing and a 5K run. Yeah, we're pretty excited about being able to get back to some of these events because these events obviously are critical to helping to keep our doors open and uh, keep our services available to those who walk through our doors. But the uh, our 5K walk run uh, this year is going to be on August 7th, and people can go online at citymission.org, and they can look up the information about that and if they would like to sponsor that event, and that's and that. Everything about that 5K walk run goes to support our homeless veterans uh, here at the uh, uh, Crabtree Kovacijak Veterans House that's right here on our campus. And so uh, all the proceeds will go to benefit that program. Uh, we also have a golf outing, which will also be in August, August 23rd, and the, uh, at the uh, South Point uh, Golf Club. And, they, again, people can go online if they want to be a, a sponsor or if they want to golf. Uh, they can uh, go online and begin to reg- register now because that, that golf outing usually fills up pretty quick. So I encourage our listeners that if you're a golfer and you'd like to support a great cause at the City Mission, uh, please go online and, you know, register and or get your company to be a sponsor and to sponsor that event. Uh, the return on your investment is great in the lives of the men and women we serve. Fabulous. Okay, so if you're one of those uh, outdoor golfers or runners and longing for a, a little physical activity after a year of laying off, here's a good excuse to go out there and be part of something really good, super big, to equip and encourage and engage City Mission and their mission to help transform lives of men and women to give them a new life in Christ. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. would encourage you to check it out online at citymission.org, citymission.org, or by calling 724-222-8530. Hey, always, it's been a great pleasure to be with you. This has been Bisberg, program sponsored by City Mission of Washington, Pennsylvania, and we'll see you next time. Have a great day.